0: Good morning and welcome to the Persephone program for August 10th 2020 and today I want to talk to you about the astrology of August um, including the Mars aspects with uh, Saturn Jupiter and Pluto. Um, I want to talk to you about synchronicity and various other things to kind of bring to you a little bit of my own understanding and passage through this unprecedented and interesting, amazing time. So one of the first things that I wanted to share with you guys today is um, kind of the synchronicity of moment that is beautifully illustrated in astrology. When I teach astrology, some of the first things that are really kind of hard for people to, I think, grasp or just I I would assume hard to grasp in general is how to take yourself sort of out of time um, in order to look at the patterns of energy that are in your own psyche, in your consciousness, and then are also... Experienced what you could kind of say out of consciousness in the collective consciousness. And that's a really kind of a, a hard thing to do, I think. Um, you know, I've been sort of trained to do this throughout my life, you know, from the conversations and relationship that I had with my own mother who kind of had that abstract quality within her own intellectual understanding built in. It was like in her astrology. Um, but to take yourself kind of out of yourself and to look at different aspects of yourself or oneself is really uh, can be quite challenging. But it really is in many ways one of the foundations and first steps in any form of self mastery and self understanding is um, you know is objectivity. And I think that that is um, objectivity in general is definitely something that we're going to be learning a lot about uh, in, um, you know, the the at the end of this year and in the next coming years with the Saturn and Jupiter conjunction in Aquarius is to be able to pull our heads out of our own asses, so to speak, and, uh, and figure out um what are some ways that we can improve ourselves personally, socially, certainly? Um, and so that's, that's going to be really exciting. But the first, the first thing to do is, again, to see yourself outside of time. And so this morning I woke up and I knew... Well, actually, last night when I went to bed, I was feeling like a lot of us are feeling right now, stuck, frustrated. Um, impatient, uh, fiery. Definitely feeling, you know, that Mars and Aries energy. And um, Mars is at right now is square my Moon, square my Venus. <laughs> you know, um, what else? It's like it's like applying a lot of different aspects to my own chart. So it's like I have. The understanding the objective understanding that this energy is also a teacher and that this teacher is testing me is putting um, Challenges and obstacles in my path and that includes that friction energy of frustration and impatience uh, in order for me to push myself outside of my own Uh, four walls and a ceiling, you know, reality, my insular subjective reality. So um, it's an opportunity. This time is an opportunity. So uh, I wanted to share that with you. And I want you to understand that the energies that you may feel, the impatience, the negativity, all of that that's in the collective right now is an opportunity. Okay, so last night I went to bed feeling frustrated, impatient, um, antsy. Uh, all of the, Those are all definitely connected to that Mars and Aries energy. I don't always feel like that, although I do have a T-square in my chart, which is an astrological indicator of a lot of frustration. And a T-square aspect is when you have an opposition that is both square and other planet. And it just so happens to be um, that... My Venus-Moon opposition also squares my Mars on both sides. So it creates a lot of internal friction within my own psyche, which makes a lot of sense. And my understanding of that has helped me a lot, okay? So, I mean, this is the kind of energy that can turn one into, I don't know, <laughs> a, a drug addict, alcoholic, or um, not not from a depressing standpoint, but just from a need to release frustration or uh, just... A, someone that makes you know potentially some bombastic or uh, difficult choices but anyway so the energy of this time has been pushing me and pushing me in last night and, and as you guys know I'm trying to write my book and you know it's so hard because there's so much about this book that is... And this is... I'm not writing this book because I want to, I don't know, be famous or I'm like, I need to get my my business started or my book out. I'm like, literally, it is bubbling up from within me in such a way that it is sort of seemingly like outside of my own ego's, um, uh, you know, kind of like conscious... Uh, Control. It's like coming up like like it does, I think, for many artists and people that feel compulsive uh, compulsively that they need to create. So anyway, it's coming up. But then I keep pushing like my own conscious self keeps pushing back on it. And sometimes I say, like, I don't want to share this. I don't want to tell my story. I don't want this to get out. This could be dangerous to my survival, to my what have you, you know, to my ego. And so I went to bed last night, and um, this is something you guys can try too. I asked my higher self to bring me an answer to this. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, who cares, right? Nobody cares. Like, it's not like the world cares about reading this or not. But, um, you know, I know that putting myself on the line like this, and it's true for all of us when we do things that are really Authentic, I think, to our true self, and we allow them to be uh, shared. You know, there there is an element of danger, but within that element of danger and crisis and uh, is opportunity. So anyway, I went to bed and I said to my higher self, "Please send me a dream to resolve this issue for me." And uh, and so I woke up in the middle of the night and I knew I would had this super intense dream that now I can't remember that was like all about teaching or sharing something astrologically Uh, and then some then it was just super involved and you know I mean I was dreaming all night long like I usually do but I didn't really remember too much other than like oh I knew that I had dreamt about sharing or teaching or training someone something like that that's a job that I've always had in my in the past Um, I did every career I've ever had whether it was um, you know in the music industry or real estate or um, <laughs> also uh, natural food industry and wellness. I've always done teachings and trainings because I really like to do that. So anyway, uh, I dream about that a lot. Anyway, so I woke up this morning and I knew I'd had a dream, but it was kind of inconclusive. But I also knew that I felt that I needed to do this, which is podcast and, and talk to you guys, although I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about. So... In the process, I just randomly wanted to watch um, a video on astrological magic and take some notes. And in the process of doing that, I pulled out an old notebook and I opened it up to this page that I had written. And this was many years ago. I don't even know. It was like I have all these journals and notebooks that I like write in. I have diaries from 30... Jeez, I've got one from when I was a teenager, so... Um, almost 40 years ago 35 years ago but anyway open it up pulled it up and this is what it says unresolved issues aren't in the way they are the way recognition that unresolved issues have the value of finding the way to clarity and creativity become the path of healing and awakening quote anything that disturbs your peace Negative emotional issues that contribute to feelings of separation and unhappiness. So I realized that I have been feeling like, you know, scared. And I have been feeling scared and had secrets my whole life. And not only had secrets, but also had um, things that I was ashamed of and getting them out is probably going to be the right thing for my own psyche. So that was definitively like the answer that I was looking for. And um, it is truly amazing. It's an amazing synchronistic event uh, that, you know, occurred. And that ties into what I wanted to share with you about astrology is that astrology is a meaningful coincidence, a wonderful correspondence that shows uh, archetypal energies that we meet. It's like we meet them with our own conscious mind, um, that there is this aspect of uh, construction and we can interact with it. It isn't that we are victims of our own fate. We are players within that construct. And the understanding of that takes us out of this form of like fated time, also could be called Kronos, which is an old name for Saturn, okay, the construct. And it allows us to sort of play with, if we understand ourselves through a uh, A a light of conscious awareness that means that we like think about the fact that we actually have some control over our thoughts um, Our experience of things Our reaction to life that we can begin to interact with it and empower ourselves. So astrology is both um, Something to understand and know about in terms of the cosmic weather, but it's also a playing field if you will for Um, your own will and empowerment, meaning that you have some opportunity to make change within your life. Always, 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 always. And that's essentially what I always want to share. And so when I talk to you about the astrology of the time and I say, oh, you know, Mars is in Aries and it's going to be retrograde and it's going to bump up against this, you know Jupiter Saturn Pluto combo in Capricorn which has been, you know, tearing us apart You know, that's an opportunity for you to play with this energy and to get actively involved in your own lives And that includes your own experience of your life and all of its experiences and to meet it heroically You know, kind of like how I am meeting the, you know, the story that I want to share with all you guys and um, have felt compelled to for a long time, not because I want attention, not because I just want it, not because I am a, you know, uh, I don't know. It's it's like, it's not like I want you to see me, but it's like, I want you to understand how, To handle your own pain and suffering in a positive way like I have learned to do and it's never-ending of course, but There are some things that I have learned that may be helpful to you and in that way I am I feel like I'm seeding I'm seeding the world with you know some something that I've been given you know some wonderful understanding that is a gift and a gift shared is a gift celebrated so anyway I'm blathering let's talk about August okay astrologically we have some really interesting things coming up um, for mid-August and this is the 10th so let's talk about um, August 13th which is when we have a um, we have what do we have on August 13th we have Mars square Pluto which is um, going to show us some, a little bit of some of the extraordinary, you know, possibly divisive and destructive processes that will occur in, uh, you know, uh, October and um We have a resurgence a little bit of some of the activating points that happened through um, Our Saturn Pluto conjunction in January, you know including you know potential COVID-19 increases which we already know that we're seeing Um, so we have uh, August 13th Mars square Pluto and then August 24th Mars square Saturn, which is a pretty much of a big deal and um these again, will be reactivated in um, October, October 9th and October 18th with Mars retrograde. And Mars is a kind of like a warring uh, divisive nature. but Mars and Aries is really, really powerful because of course Aries is the, you know the natural sign that Mars rules. And so Mars is kind of like untethered, if you will. It's a very it's a very powerful, Um, placement. And, um, you know, if it wasn't afflicted by its relationship with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in um, Capricorn and also, you know, Jupiter inflating all of that, it would be power, it would be a powerfully um, good time for anything having to do with Mars, which, of course is you know um, sports and you know you could say you know athleticism you could say you know, um, athleticism. You could say, uh, you know pioneering energy um, you know of course it is warring but it doesn't have to be you know it can also be um, you know it can be as, as positive as like you know astronauts in space you know um, which we're also seeing now too we're seeing that as well But um, I think that's more in keeping with what we're going to see a lot more space travel, um, especially with Saturn and Jupiter and Aquarius. But anyway, so we've got this energy. So look towards these dates, uh, August 13th and August 24th, and please be safe. Um, And, um, you know, be safe, okay? Because... This energy is a bit divisive. So if you are in any way, you know involved in You know, I got to say that there's probably going to be continued protests I see a lot of that and I mentioned earlier in the Mars and Aries podcast that um, Explosions, okay Mars in Aries is a very embattled uh, fiery um, energy and um, you know, i mentioned earthquakes also um, You know explosions fires things like that and so we're going to see a lot of those in the collective So it's very important that you are aware of that and that you also are aware of where this energy is in your chart okay, so Mars is an Aries in late degree and um, right now uh, in August thirteenth, we have um, twenty-three degrees Aries. So, if you have late uh, cardinal signs of um, Aries, Cancer, uh, Libra, or Capricorn, you're gonna have some energy here. You're gonna have this these aspects or angles of your you know your planets or angles of your chart activated. So, look to see where um, Mars in mid to late degrees. Uh, in Aries, look look at where Aries is in your chart and see if that is activated. I mean interestingly enough, this is exactly my IC, which is the very bottom of your chart, your cusp of your fourth house which has rulership over hidden things, um, your internal self, your family, including your father. Um, my father's not in good health and uh, you know I've sort of been watching that. Um, so anyway, we have that energy and we also have, um, you know, at this time and at the end of this month, a, um, a couple different other aspects and it won't really be until, I'm just looking, um, you know, we knew we now have Venus in Cancer and eventually Venus in Cancer will bump up against some of this, um, Saturn energy we have you know, Venus and Cancer square uh, Saturn and Pluto towards the end of um, the month and the beginning of September, but um, You know right now it's really Mars. So it's your actions that are so important and we're gonna see a lot of sort of almost like warring actions um, this month now, one of the other big things that's happening, not just the aspects of Mars direct. Now, remember, Mars is direct, and it will be retrograde in September. So it's it's re- kind of powerful now, um, where it will be less powerful in September and October. And so it's kind of going to be more the, the powers, which are uh, the Saturn, Pluto, and Capricorn, and Jupiter, that are, will be in power. And now it's going to be more like the people. Um not that the people won't have power later. Remember, it is important to get out and vote. But I did mention that it is going to be contentious. So look to some issues of abuse of power um, coming up. It is very, very important that we that we uh, vote and that we get out there and get involved. I know I am in every way that I can be. So one of the big things that's happening is that Uranus is joining. Um, you know, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. Uh, in a and um, Neptune in retrograde. So now we have all the outer planets in retrograde from Saturn onwards. Um, that includes Jupiter from Jupiter onwards. And Uranus will be in retrograde for quite some time. And um, months and months won't be until, I can't remember the exact date, but early 2021 that Uranus will be in direct motion. Um, but what we can see here is that some of the shocking Um, some of the shocks that have come out, we will need to be processing these in the next months. Uh, You know, Uranus is about revolution, and there is definitively revolution here. We're in a long-term period of it. And, um, you know, so what is really important is that these, these... shocking truths, these things that are coming out have to be resolved. And we're going to have opportunity over the months to do that. But first, we have to process and integrate it. Like we all have to process and integrate the fact that, um, you know, that and this is, I think, a hard thing for people, the fact that people of color have been incredibly systemically mistreated and marginalized always in this country, whether we as you know if you are a you know privileged white person or not you have you have to understand that that is the truth and that is the case and this is an objective truth it may not be true for you personally if you are not a marginalized person of color but it is an objective truth um so you know that's something that has to be integrated into our psyche it has to be integrated into our psyche Two that um, collective organizations of power and force have also been corrupted, including our government and our police departments. I have cousins that are police officers that are absolutely lovely people, like in every way. Um, they, I don't think, have ever personally, systemically abused anyone. They have, you know, they happen to be of, you know, um, Latin descent, you know, Mexican descent, but they also are in a position where they're in a certain kind of power and many, many, many people um, in the police departments and the law enforcements uh, and all people that are in a certain particular area of power, you know, potentially have abused that power. There are definitely some really bad cops. I mean... All you have to do is watch like any Hollywood movie, and the, the fact is, is that there is an archetype of the bad cop, and that is a very dangerous position. These people are extremely dangerous, so um, we have we have to we have to as a, as a person systemically like integrate that, process it, and then do something about it. Okay, so off my soapbox, but um, good news is that. For the rest of this month, these types of things will, from mid-month on, these things will be at play. Um, we will be able to look at and process some of the really sad hidden truths, whether it's neglect, abuse, um, all of this stuff is real. Uh, you know, looking at like, say, the um, the Beirut uh, bomb explosion is like a perfect example of both Mars and Aries, you know, basically right now they're conjunct, um, or they're not—they're close in aspect. Sorry, not conjunct, but they're close in aspect, uh, squaring to um, to Pluto. You know, this this was a neglect issue and by the governing bodies, so it's the perfect you know example, and we're seeing it across the world. So anyway, this is what's going on, and this is a big long term. Uh, change and in order for us to getting back to our own empowerment our unresolved issues aren't in the way they are the way what are the unresolved issues we have personally what are the unresolved issues we have collectively we need to go steadily in their direction this summer it's going to be tough Early fall is going to be tough, but you know what? We have the power. Empower yourself by going into the problem. So if you have a personal problem at home, empower yourself. Sometimes, and if you're listening to this, you have some magical understanding or magical power. Sometimes you can use your own will. You can use your own magic to transform small things within your own environment and control it could be a relationship with someone there's all kinds of magical techniques for improving that it includes um, you know utilizing the aspects the magical aspects of the of the earth you can use lavender and rose against you know warringness divisiveness and, and uh, um, that's like for a whole other in fact I'm gonna do a podcast on um, on magic and the things that I use very soon, but you can do that, okay? Now, one of the good times to use some magic, you can use intentional and visualization work, is our upcoming um, new moon. So we have this kind of like actually pretty decent um, new moon coming up and that's gonna be, like I said, right after kind of like this, Uranus retrograde and this um, square with Pluto, and so August eighteenth to nineteenth, we've got this Leo new moon, um, and it's conjunct Mercury, although Mercury is combust, uh, but it's pretty. It's kind of friendly. It's um. It doesn't have that many really negative um, aspects. So it's a really wonderful time to create some intentional magic and visualization work. It can be as simple as writing down what it is that you want to manifest in your new world and it could be a positive sense of direction. It could be increased optimism and enthusiasm. It could be patience. It could be a new world order. I mean, Leo is fire and inspiration. Fire, in you know, from an archetypal standpoint, is insp- is inspiritu. It is inspiration, um, and in all of the occult sciences, the hidden, uh, it's you know, the the idea here is that the elements have. Certain qualities and the fire element is to inspire us. So um, we're using the integration of our dark passage, you know, through all of this, this um, Saturn Pluto conjunction to inspire us to empower ourselves to get creative with our lives. And magic can be one of them. And it is simple as creating a new moon wishing ritual or list. So this new moon is, um, you know, uh, is also a sun and moon conjunction. And the sun is in its essential dignity in Leo. So it's very strong. Um, It's kind of happy. Um, We have the idea to seed, um, to sow the seed for the next passage of our life. We have Venus um, in a positive sextile and Jupiter, a wide, uh, wide trine from Uranus here, which has just gone retrograde. So we have some, you know, potential support for integrating some of the things that we've been through. And I would suggest you do that in the dark of the moon. So, you know, in the time period, Before the new moon, which we call the dark of the moon, maybe like two or two days before. um, That's a good time for you to do some shadow work and to like really try and separate yourself um, from the things that you are afraid of. To maybe do some soul journeying and get into any problems that you have with moving forward. So um, Venus in Cancer uh, is very much about sacred self-care. So this month also the last half of this month though there is a lot of frustration and difficulty. There's also um a collective need for caring, for caring for others and caring for ourselves and nourishing ourselves. Um but anyway, so we've got the the new moon um trine Mars. So we are going to feel like let's get some stuff done. Let's have some um let's inspire ourselves. And um You know and get creative okay so it's also honestly not a bad time to take a relaxing vacation as long as it's not far um, or staycation but to really get creative with okay we've you know this is truly a marathon 2020 okay this is you know people thought oh it's just gonna be a couple months and you know it's all year and it won't be until you know really kind of like first quarter 2021 that Um, things begin to change, but understanding that, again, the things that are unresolved, the issues that we have, the imbalances in power, these are the way. So we have to go forward. So if you have any um, issues, work on those this month. I think that this month is going to be extremely magical for uh, getting to the heart of some of the things that have held us back, maybe even forever, or as long as we can remember. And especially for those of you that were born during the last Saturn-Pluto conjunction in the early 80s, um, this is a year of maturity for you where you begin to see the power that you truly have in your lives. So, um, you know, those of you that are also, you know, coming into your Saturn return or your nodal half return, it's time to stand up into your own power, empowerment. That was much of... um, what I got last year in terms of understanding what this year would be for me, um, empowerment. Like when I thought that I was a victim of circumstance, which in many ways we all have been and are, but we also are not. In going back to the beginning of the conversation, we have the power. People have the power and we have the power to empower ourselves within the construct of our own fate or our own astrology. Look to the stars for guidance if you feel at all victimized or passive in your passage. Understand that they are twinkling lights for you to see your own ability to direct yourself through this time. Um, They're your guideposts. And, um, and so I hope that this was in some way helpful to you. Uh, I hope that you are inspired in spiritu to make changes in your own personal life, to understand that that is the control that you have. Um, I know I am. I'm like tingly and uh, feeling like, all right, I got my, my answers. Ask your higher self for answers right now. Ask spirit for answers. Um, In the darkness, there is always light and there is light for us. It is still coming, but it is there. Okay, so focus on it. Focus on the way forth, which is through, through the tunnel. Uh, And um, I'm sending you much love and blessings. And um, I will do my next podcast close to the new moon and it'll be on... New moon intention setting, astrological magic, and, um, you know, carving out some, you know, different ways to empower yourself in this time. Meanwhile, uh, you know, stay safe, uh, wash your hands, um, focus on what it is that you want to manifest, and um, look towards unresolved issues. They aren't in the way. Okay. Sending blessings. Again, if you need to get in touch with me, would love to hear your feedback. Um, Would love for you. Also, I haven't asked for this yet, but if you do listen to this podcast and you get any form of support or um, learning from it, if you could um, please, uh, God, what is that? Like write a review on iTunes or like, you know, all that stuff. That'd be great. I appreciate it. Um, And um, have an incredible day and week. Sending blessings.